I am who I am doing what I came to do. Audrey Lord. You are now listening to our Mental Health Minute session notes. Hi, our MHM family. Welcome back to another episode of Session Notes. I'm Chandler. And I'm Raven. Wow, I can't believe we made it to 22. It feels like it's been such a long time coming. Tell me about it. These 20-somethings have been quite the right, to say the least. And even though the calendar says it's a new year, it doesn't feel like a new year yet. I don't know if it's because I'm in Michigan, mm. but I wait for the springtime to feel like it's a new year. I agree. I I feel like it can be hard too for things to feel like have that feeling of newness with the pandemic too. Like I feel like a lot in a lot of ways it still feels like 2021 still. Um, so I imagine it's probably a shared feeling with a lot of other people. Um, I know I feel very similarly. Like I yeah. wanted to kind of heat up again before. Um, but other than that, how are you? How was your holiday break? It was nice. It was good to, you know, spend time with family, eat some good food, play board games. You know, I love that. Um, And to get some rest. Uh, How about you? It was really, really good. It was nice to be able to connect with a lot of my family. Um, I was able to see a lot of people I haven't seen since the start of the pandemic. So that was very nice. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, similarly, lots of really good food. Okay, Um, so that's always good. I need that now. Somebody come cook, please, please. (laughs) No, I I feel that. especially, you know, with living through, like you said before, living through the pandemic, not being able to see folks or connect, you know, we, that's so important to be able to connect with our folks. So I'm glad you were um, able to do that. Um, but if your family is anything like mine, the holidays can also be a time when folks start to pry a little bit and ask some questions about, you know, like dating, who you're dating, marriage, mm-hmm. stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, they love to ask those kinds of questions. It's always like, when are you getting married? When can we expect some nieces and nephews? Okay. And <laughs> you know, sometimes they throw in the career questions too. And I'm like, oh, y'all give me a break. I just need a moment. Let me, fi- I'm figuring mm-hmm. it out. I'm trying to figure it out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It almost like feels like an interrogation. I think that can cause a lot of spe- a lot of stress, especially when you're not necessarily thinking about those things at the time, um, especially during the holidays. I know yeah. for me and my partner, we're always trying to brainstorm ways to try and dodge marriage questions, especially now that we're living together. <laughs> I love that. Um, and you're so right. Those social clock questions can really make the holidays feel stressful. It's like a new year, same old expectations or same old pressure, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so the question, what is a social clock? I feel like I know what it is, but a definition might, I know it would be helpful for me and maybe for some of our listeners too. That is a great question um, and a great point. So a social clock refers to like a set of norms that govern the ages at which particular life events are expected to happen throughout our life. So um, Mm. a social clock can also differ based on different cultures. So it's not like a one size fits all from culture to culture. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So it's kind of like what we were talking about before, like the time where people, I guess in America, maybe expect you to start doing things like marriage or meeting these career milestones or even like when are you going to buy a house and like take steps like that exactly that's exactly what it is um and thinking about buying a house oh my goodness over the holidays I've been seeing a lot of posts on social media lately with folks my age you know announcing they bought their Mm -hmm. first house and I've sort of been feeling the pressure like okay Raven you got to get it together you might need to you know purchase a house soon yeah yeah I definitely feel that social media 
part I feel like around the holidays especially like Instagram is just a bunch of like engagements and like new cars and new houses and people sharing these like milestones that they've reached and that they're pursuing exactly and you know while absolutely I'm like all for it like celebrating folks and you know the those milestones that are happening for them it can cause pressure you know even if it's not something that you're wanting to do yet or feel ready to do yet yeah yeah I think that you're right I think it's like on one hand you're really happy for these people because it's like our friends and our family and like people that you know we're rooting for them but Mm -hmm. it also causes these feelings of like oh am I supposed to be doing that since like everyone else especially like in my age group is doing that and it can kind of make you wonder if you're behind a certain curve or not moving fast enough exactly I feel that so much um and I think another thing is that we forget though is that There are other things that impact, you know, folks ability to reach these quote unquote milestones, if that's Mm -hmm. even something that they want to do. But like we have to think about things like what's going on in folks personal life or or their family life, socioeconomic status. And of course, you know, Mm -hmm. oppressive policies and practices, systems, all these factors that, you know, play a role and impact, you know, the quote unquote timeline. Yeah. Yeah. And like even when considering those factors too, asking yourself, like, do I actually even want this thing? Or do I feel like I should want it? So now I'm forcing myself to want it, even if it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily even something that I'd want otherwise, or was even thinking about before that. That's so true. Um, And then on, like you said, on top of that, you know, you see what's when, uh, sorry for social media, you see all these posts, but we don't rec- we don't understand what's going on behind the scenes. Like you don't know what folks have had to navigate. So you just see like the highlight reel and not the full picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a really good point is like, you are kind of making these comparisons and criticism of yourself based off of a post where others are kind of just sharing what they feel like sharing. Um, and that can have such a detrimental impact on our mental health and our view of ourselves. Exactly. It, it sure can. And, all of that added pressure can cause us to feel anxious, you know, about our own progress and maybe cause some depressive symptoms as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, like we we're kind of saying with those depressive symptoms, it can really impact our self-esteem if we're allowing it to make us feel lesser than and like to view ourselves in this negative light because we're not, you know, meeting these expectations and like running on that social clock. Exactly. And with it being the start of the new year, any time of the year, to be fair, though, um, we're not carrying, we don't want to carry those feelings of feeling lesser than. So we're shedding all of that. We can leave that in 2021. Yes, exactly. We are reclaiming our time this year. Um, and I was thinking on that note, maybe after the break, we can talk through some potential solutions so that we aren't feeling burdened by the social clock and bringing in those feelings into 2022. I think that's a great idea. Stuck in them 20-somethings Stuck in them 20-somethings Good luck on them 20-somethings Good luck on them 20-somethings God bless these 20-somethings God bless them, God bless them, God bless them Hoping my 20-somethings won't end Hoping to keep the rest of my friends So we're back, Chandler, and while we were away, I started thinking about some strategies to prioritize your clock as opposed to a general social clock. Oh, okay. Please share. I'm excited to hear. So I was thinking for starters, when you focus on your own clock, you can prioritize the things um, you want to do and what'll make you feel good. I think that's true. Like it's centered on you, which is way more important because what I want may not be exactly the same as what you want, um, which is totally fine. 
Exactly. And I think focusing on your own path and setting goals that feel, you know, connected to your life and what you want is way more important than pushing yourself for something that you don't want. And then, you know, being unhappy while working towards it or even when you get it. So positive goal setting can be helpful when it comes to focusing on your clock as well. Yeah, I love that idea of positive goal setting. I'm wondering if for starters, it might be helpful to identify how that differs from like, I guess, general goal setting. Mm, Yes, that's a great point. Um, So with positive goal setting, you focus on your strengths and what you will do instead of what you'll stop doing. So it doesn't have to be, you know, new year, completely new you, but maybe new year in a you know be- better version of yourself, whatever that might look like. I like that. So instead of focusing on the actions that you want to push out, you're focusing on what you want to bring in. Um, and I also like that point of like, instead of a completely new you, it's like just a better version of yourself. Exactly. We're just upgrading, leveling up, you know, as we go <laughs> along. <laughs> um, so related to that, instead of saying, you know, I want to stop eating out so much, which that would be me for sure. Your goal could be, I want to start cooking at dinner at home at least two times a week. And then you would build out your action items and goals to help you achieve that larger goal. Mm, yeah, I love that. It seems a lot more useful too. Um, and I'm definitely stealing that since I am also a member of the eating out so much community. Okay. Send help. Send help. <laughs> And, you know, creating positive goals that are aligned with your desires is a step towards prioritizing your social clock or your clock. Yeah, I'd imagine operating on your own clock rather than like the commonly accepted social clock can be a little bit challenging at times for some people. You're so right. And I think that's really important. Um, There are some things, though, that you can do to work through those challenges. One of those being... um, you know, taking the time to note or celebrate your small wins as you work towards your larger goals. Um, You know, sometimes it's easy to focus on, oh man, I didn't reach that, but it's important to, you know, as you're winning the small wins you have along the way, how can we celebrate those? You could, you know, do that by jotting them down in a journal that you can go back to, um, writing your wins on a sticky note, putting them in a jar that you, you know, pull them out and read them from time to time to help remind yourself of your progress. Yeah, I love both of those. And, you know, we talked about comparisons via social media where you see the highlights from other folks, but by celebrating your own small wins, you can kind of emphasize yourself as your own metric and focus on your clock instead of the social clock and like comparing yourself. Absolutely. And there are, you know, mental health benefits benefits of it as well. Celebrating your small wins can boost self-confidence and release a chemical in the brain called dopamine that can boost one's mood and motivation. Yes. And another thing I was thinking is another way to support your journey of prioritizing yourself and your clock and working towards those goals is through incorporating some affirmations. Yes. You know, I love a good affirmation. I feel like that's a perfect segue (laughs) to our minute for your mind segment. So for our minute for your mind today, we want to talk about affirmations and celebrating small wins as part of goal goal setting and operating on your clock. Yes, I feel like affirmations are such a great way to do this because you can literally make one for absolutely anything. Exactly. And it's important to incorporate your mental health in the goal setting process. Um, At the top of the episode, we read that quote from Audre Lorde, which said, I am who I am doing what I came to do. 
Um, goal setting, as we know, and working on your goals can be stressful or cause anxiety. So having affirmations like that can keep you encouraged along the way. Do you have a favorite or go-to affirmation? Oh my God, actually I do. So one of my favorites is from this writer named Alex L and she has this whole book of affirmations. She also has this journal that like teaches you how to write your own. Mm. Um, but my favorite from her is today I affirm that life is as good as I make it. I'm moving forward in faith and choosing joy. Mm, that's beautiful. I love Alex L and I definitely, I need to check out that journal. Um, <laughs> An affirmation I say for me that I like is from uh, Kariga Bailey that says, I quote, I am here, I am where I need to be, and I am who I need to be in this very moment. The answers I am looking for are already within, end quote. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, I was like, I need to post these so I can, you know, read them and reference them. Um, But (laughs) the last minute a piece of our minute for your mind is taking a moment to consider how you want to document and celebrate your small wins as you engage in goal setting. Yes. And also we want to hear from you. So tell us in the comments, one of your favorite affirmations or how you plan to note and celebrate your small wins Um, or bonus. You can do both. Okay. I can't wait to check them out in the comments, family. Um, We have a few resources related to goal setting and affirmations in the notes for you to check out. Thanks y'all.